with a brand new season of The Wonderland. Welcome everybody, and I do hope you've all stayed well during the hiatus. As for me, I took a welcome break from the usual stupid thoughts and ruminations, and you know, it was nice to find myself focusing on completely different stupid thoughts and ruminations. But, you know, that's what holidays are all about, isn't it? So anyway, look, here we are at episode 63. A year and a half since episode one. And I actually still kind of wonder to myself where all the subject matter comes from. Which leads me to suspect that given even the most intelligent people on the planet use only a small percentage of their potential brain power, there are potentially probably hundreds of Wonderland episodes in store in my brain right now. And for that, I sincerely apologise in advance. To be honest though, look, I've got no idea, but occasionally I'll get a flashback or something that occurred to me years ago, and as luck would have it, that has just happened. And so, here it is. It's a theory, I suppose, so let's take a good look at it under the microscope of Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. Now, growing up in Australia, and I think it's still a bit like this, you couldn't go to a cafe or a restaurant without there being some kind of background music. Now, that doesn't mean it was always good background music. Sometimes it was rubbish. But I got really used to it anyway. And then by the age of 30, I moved to Europe and I quickly discovered that background music was by no means mandatory in cafes and restaurants over here. So at first I'd be like, oh, where's the frickin' music? What's the deal with that? And then for a bunch of years, I kind of, I don't know, stopped thinking about it until recently when I suddenly realised that background music in cafes and restaurants is actually largely unnecessary and often annoying, whilst background music in supermarkets and department stores is positively awful, and it continues to drive me absolutely freaking mad, as I'm sure it does many of you. So, yep, it looks like I've done a complete 180 on that one. Now, as a full-time performing musician myself, and someone who's generally nuts about music, I am, of course, strongly in favour of live music in all its forms. Even the stuff that I personally don't like, because, look, I know we've all got different tastes and blah, 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 blah. But I'm also of the opinion that it does not belong everywhere either. And I'm not just talking about places like funeral homes or war zones or hospital emergency rooms. To illustrate, a few years ago, I was playing regular gigs in St. Martin, down in the Caribbean. And as you can imagine, being a tourist island, there's a lot of music around, as you'd expect. And of course, plenty of live music in the bars. And here's my problem, the restaurants. For some reason, folks, I cannot handle live music involving singing, especially while I'm eating. Unless it's, say, I don't know, a hot dog at an outdoor concert. But sitting in a restaurant and eating while a singer is performing nearby? Nope can't do it. And apparently I'm not the only one who's not keen on it for a variety of reasons. But for me, I think it's got more to do with feeling sorry for the musician having to perform in that environment than anything else. On top of that, 
I have real trouble dealing with more than one sensory pleasure at a time. You know, if it's really good food, I like to enjoy that without being distracted by the music. And if it's really good music, I'd like to enjoy that without being distracted by the food. Look, on one hand, I know that a gig is a gig, that musicians need to survive, and we can't always choose where a gig is going to be. We have to go where the money is, needless to say. But I think the days of restaurants as live music venues may be numbered, and that it's only a matter of time before we start seeing billboards outside restaurants advertising, tonight, no live music. This is what I know. And that's it for today's somewhat prophetic and possibly even pathetic edition of Theory Time. And you know, it now feels sort of appropriate that our next segment is Song of the Day. Hmm. Spooky almost. Anyway, we are going to dig deep into my back catalogue, so to speak, and take a bit of a listen to a song from my second album. Now, this is the first song I recorded on which I played an instrument other than piano. I mean, as well as piano. But in this case, I decided to try my hand at harmonica. Not exactly a virtuoso performance, but I don't know, I think it's okay for a first time. You be the judge. So here it is, and it's called The New Boy. Well, I gotta listen to you sometime. Well, I gotta listen to you now. Just what you're gonna tell me And I don't care why Don't care how I'm the new boy You see me riding into town I'll be a brand new son of a hired gun It's gonna be nice and just to make me obey You tried real hard to turn me into something that I never will be Uh-uh That's The New Boy 
from my 1999 album, Jeff Healy's Love in a Suit. And of course, you can hear the whole song and the whole album and all the rest of my stuff on any of the streaming services or at www.jeffhealy.com. Now, as it's the first episode in a new season, and as part of our never-ending quest for variety, it seems somehow fitting that we check in to our top-rating semi-regular Wonderland segment... Good Times! With Big Jeff and Little Kev. Kev, there's a couple of things I want to raise with you at this point. Oh, wow, not even hello? Hi, no. hi Jeff. No, hi... No, who? No, OK, hi, Kevin. <laughs> no, I've had my coffee and I'm thinking of switching to decaf, oh, but no. that'll never happen. Kevin, here's a question for you off the cuff. What? Right, and okay, it's I'm this. I'm very nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, well, you should be, because why would anyone drink decaf coffee? Is that a bit like drinking non-alcohol beer? I mean, no, I know there's I've practical d- actually, reasons for it, but, but why, Kevin? Why? Well... I think you still get the taste of the coffee, just like you still get the taste, taste. of beer. Okay. You know, so you get the t- taste at all, Jeff. Taste. You still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you can taste it all, Kevin. You can taste yeah, it all. Taste but, it all. But, but, of course, there are other reasons that we have coffee and beer, right? There's other reasons. I, but we don't well, like to admit to they, Well, you, you get, both are for buzz, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they are. That's my point. But, you know, people yeah. who say, oh, I like the beer. I like the taste of the beer, but I don't like the alcohol. No, okay. I understand. This is, folks, just to remind you, um, (laughs) we're not serious when we say this stuff. We know there's very, very good reasons that people don't drink alcohol and alcoholic beer or even coffee without the caffeine removed. But, you know, I'm I'm just like, fortunately, not in that situation. Luckily for me. Thank you. Did you say coffee without the caffeine? Yeah. With the the caffeine not removed? No. That's what you just said. Well, if I said that, then I need more coffee or not. It's an error. Something. It's an an error. Okay. So, um, okay, we've managed to establish nothing there, which is great. Now, Kev, (laughs) you, you recently told me that you can wake up whenever you want to, right? You told me that. Jeff, you know what? That's very, very true. It's, mm. it's a very it's strange thing. In fact, I even tested it again recently. Oh, you did? So okay. I did. I tested it recently. Okay. So I thought, you know, listen, I, I want to wake up at 7 o'clock. Right. I'm not going to... Normally, I set an alarm at that point. So mm-hmm. then it goes in both ways. You know, it's in my brain. I want to wake up at 7. I put it on my phone. You know, there's some sort of connection somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so I did that. Mm-hmm. And... I, without actually uh, do, setting the alarm, and I woke up at like five to seven. Okay, five to seven. Okay, now well that's good, but let me ask you this: Can you mm. not wake up when you want to? Can you? Sorry, let me rephrase that. Can you? Can you, Kevin, not yes. wake up when you want to? <laughs> let me ask. So you I could that. say like, "Hey, listen, I don't want to wake up at seven o'clock," that's and exactly. then I just don't. Kind of. Yeah. Can you I'm not gonna try. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Tonight, or, I'm going to say, tomorrow, I don't want to wake up at 8. Yeah. So any other time than 8 when I wake up, then yes. it, it will have functioned. Yes, because that will be ultimate brain power. I think if, if, if you can master that, Kevin, the world will be yours. The world and all its accoutrements will be Will yours. be my oyster, will as be they your say. Oysters. Will be your oyster. Now, Kev, I've got, a, I've got a concern. I just want to share it with you briefly. My oh concern, my God, you know how we're sort of coming to the end of COVID now, right? At least with Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What is that? Sorry, uh, what is it? it? Well, it's it's Divock spelt backwards. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, 
What I'm afraid of, mate, is that we're going to be going into supermarkets forgetting that we're not wearing masks and then making inappropriate, like, face movements at people. <laughs> do, you, do you find yourself doing that when you've got a mask on you're in a supermarket and you're looking at somebody over there doing something stupid and you, and you mouth quietly, oh, you're a complete idiot, <laughs> right? But your eyes well, aren't I... doing anything, so you get away with it. No one can see your mouth, right? Well, I've learned over over this uh, this period of of whatever whatever it is, COVID, yes. you can call it whatever you want. Uh, can um, I call it whatever? I've, I've can learned I call it fish, fish, fish. You can call it fish, fish during this fish period. Fish period. You know? So exactly. um, can I, I haven't had my fish vaccination. Can I have that? They're like, what? Is that? Well, Jesus. Kevin said I could call it whatever I wanted, so I'm calling it fish. That's just wrong. That's yeah. just wrong. It is but wrong. listen, okay. during this weird period, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Infestation period. <laughs> infestation. You it. Sounds like it was something in your underpants, you know, like. Well, it's no, terrible. I'm fine, you know, I haven't got anything. My, oh, God, I'm itchy. Oh, it's just but, infestation. But listen, okay. what I'm trying to say is that, I, I mean, I've been wearing the mask the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Uh, to be a conscientious, a conscientious citizen, okay. and uh, and under the mask, I was l- literally I was making faces at people. Well, this is what and I'm they didn't saying. Know it. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Now, so when now we, it's a bit difficult. I know. And when we take those masks off, we might be so used to making faces at people, we keep doing it, and people are like, "Yeah, say, what? What is? What is your problem?" And I'm like. I'm sorry, so I don't understand. Or, su- or suddenly, you know, you have two guys in white, you know, with a net behind you and a, and a you know, straight jacket coming, coming to take oh, you Oh, I've got, I've got that anyway. I've always had that. Oh, that's normal. You know what that is, Kev? In Germany, that's your posse. No, that's your posse. I'll tell you what that is. In German, the Germans are ahead of everyone because when I arrived in Germany, I noticed on the, sh- on the, the sh- you know, the, the doors to shops, it would say, Jeffnet, G-E-O-F-F-N-E-T. Now, I know what that is, right? What? Yeah, yeah. It means they've got a net. If I walk in, they put the net over me and take me away. So there's a lot of stores I will not go into during the day. Oh, goodness. Yeah, they, oh, they goodness. think they put two dots above the O thinking that disguises it. Well, look, I'm not stupid, all right? Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And Little Kev and myself will be back with more good times in just two short weeks. Now, the human body is, as we all know, really a pretty amazing bit of machinery. But it has come with a few inherent design flaws, one of which I was reminded of this morning, and so I wanted to talk to you all about that. Obviously, I need the right forum on which to address the issue. And you know what? It's occurred to me that I've got one right here. And yes, it's... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. So anyway, as with any other type of common machinery, we've learned over the years how to fuel and maintain the human body to get the best operating performance out of it in general. There are, of course, some variations to this, depending on personal physiology, genetics, etc., But I reckon it's now universally agreed that drinking a certain amount of water every day is a very good idea. I completely agree with this theory because I've noticed that if I have about three litres of water every day, I definitely feel better mentally and physically, and I'm also not as hungry, which in my case is a very good thing. There is a bit of discussion, though, as to how much is enough and how much is too much. 
And also, there are days when even the most avid water drinker doesn't really feel like drinking it and would rather have a beer or a soda or a milkshake or something that actually tastes like something. One popular excuse often given by the can't-be-asked-drinking-much-water lobby is, of course, that all liquids contain water. And this is, of course, true, but nothing contains quite as much water as water. And I think a large part of the point to drinking it is flushing the toxins and other unwanted heebie-jeebies out of our systems. Like any piece of machinery that needs to be flushed out, though, a large percentage of that liquid that goes in has to come out again, right? In some form or another, obviously as part of that whole process. And this is mainly what I want to talk about. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine assured me that having to visit the toilet a lot because you've had a lot of water to drink was something that lessens over time and that your body becomes acclimatised to getting lots of water and then after a while, you won't need to be excusing yourself or looking for a public convenience or nervously hiding behind a tree whilst relieving yourself in that most necessary and natural of ways. Well, I found out that that is not true. No. Look, if you drink a lot of water, you're going to have to go to the bathroom or the toilet or the lav or the loo or the sandbox or the john or whatever you want to call it, or to find somewhere to complete what is actually part of that flushing out process. Now, back in prehistoric days, none of this would have been a problem because you could drink as much water as you wanted, go for a wander just about anywhere, and for any amount of time, and nobody would be judgmental or would fine you for suddenly relieving yourself spontaneously in public, because in those days, pretty much everywhere was in public. But now, we get up in the morning, we might drink a litre of water, which is really difficult and really healthy, but then we've got to think about where we're going to go. Because if we want to get out for some exercise and fresh air, uh, if there's not a convenience along the way, we can't necessarily just let go spontaneously, can we? No, we really can't. And look, I've tried everything to contact the manufacturer of our machinery, and I have to say, you can't complain about the customer service because there isn't any. The simple fact, folks, is that our current physiology, our machinery, which we did not even order, by the way, is simply not suited to the demands and even the legal requirements of this modern civilised society. So, the next time someone tells you to keep your fluids up and that you should be getting out more, give them an icy look and just tell them that you're waiting for the upgrade. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for our thirst-quenching edition of Thought of the Day for today and also our 63rd episode. Thanks again to Little Kev for dropping by for our Good Times segment. And as always, to all of you lovely listeners out there, without whom there wouldn't be much point in doing any of this. So in a sense, the existence of the Wonderland is entirely your own fault. And you really have only yourselves to blame for wasting your time listening to this rubbish, as my dad would have said. Possibly. Anyway, it's been great to have your company, folks, and we'll be back with even more rubbish next Friday. So take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll be talking at you again real soon, right here on The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Judge Wonderland.